So, Michaela, I feel like all of us have had one of these moments, but I'm wondering, have you ever had like a big foot and mouth moment? I mean, like the time I met this writer, uh, this guy who told me he was a writer, and I started giving him writing advice only to find out that he was a very famous <laughs> screenplay oh, writer. Michaela, that's awkward. That is yeah. so awkward. <laughs> and I have huge feet. So let me tell you, when they go in my mouth, it's very uncomfortable. I know. I've seen them. Um, <laughs> so you can add putting your foot in your mouth to the list of things you have in common with Britney Spears because she's making headlines again. Uh, this time for posting something about one of her fellow pop icons that's now being called body shaming. Yep. And I'm sure she'd like a do-over or maybe a time machine so she could go back. Well, for several reasons. Yeah, for several reasons. I think she'd <laughs> like to do things over. But, you know, people really didn't love this for Britney, and she's getting called out for her comments. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think Britney maybe just needs to share less, but also just think before she types. Maybe. Maybe just a little. Just a little. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Michaela Myers, filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams, who's off for the next two days. It's Wednesday, September 14th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. So, Richies, I don't know if you've heard the news, but Britney Spears has been through a lot. I don't know. This is breaking. This is breaking. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, obviously, you know, since her conservatorship ended last year, she's been opening up a lot about all of her trauma. I feel like we get at least maybe two posts a week yeah. about this. And that includes a recent post on Instagram in which Britney got really honest about how insecure she felt about her body when she was performing. And, mm -hmm. you know, she said if maybe she had different backup dancers, things might have been different. 
Somehow she managed to bring Christina Aguilera into the mix, and now she's being accused of body shaming. Yeah, so earlier this week, Brittany shared a quote by Ronnie Dangerfield, who's is a famous comedian, if you don't know, mm-hmm. of her parents' time, I'd say. Yeah. So the quote said, I found there was only one way to look thin, hang out with fat people. Which is problematic in itself. Oh, big time. Like, that alone, we didn't even need the caption. We <laughs> Posting that alone, I'm like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Read the room. Oh, man. Read the very large room of the conversation being had about fat phobia. Right. Um, and in the caption, Brittany wrote, I wish I could have chosen the nannies for my children, the dancers. I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera as dancers, I would look extremely small. Three dancing lady emojis. <laughs> then she added, I mean, why not talk about it? And I do appreciate her wanting to have conversation. I'm just like, sure. maybe this isn't the way to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, people immediately chimed in and called her out in the comment section. A lot of people called her fatphobic, and others criticized her for body shaming Christina. And then fans noticed that Christina later unfollowed Britney on Instagram. Yeah, just yeah. the ultimate. But, you know, I, okay, literally every, com- well, not every comment, but there were so many comments. Like, I looked immediately and it was like comment after comment about like, yeah. delete this, delete this, delete this. Um, so after that backlash, Britney did respond yesterday with another post on Instagram. And she said, oops, that's not what I meant. Um, so she posted this photo of, these two fairies, I never know what these photos are about. Never. Just they like, never well. seem to have any relation <laughs> yeah. to what she's talking about. Right. A lot of fairies, though. She does love fairies. And the caption said, by no means was I being critical of Christina's beautiful body. It is what it is. So Brittany went on to mention that she once flew to see Christina perform, which that in itself feels like tea to me. I'm like, when when was this? Right. Because I thought they had beef, you know, like I didn't know if they were cool. So when did she go to see her perform? I want to know the details on that. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, the main thing I noticed was the difference of our people on stage, exclamation points. You know, there's always <laughs> a couple of those in there. And she then stressed, by no means did I even mention Christina. Look at my post. I was inspired by her show and she is a beautiful woman of power, dot, dot, dot. Thank you, at Xtina, for inspiring me, exclamation points. I was trying to read it, how she wrote it, you know, the exclamation points. Okay, there's a couple things I want to mention about this post. First, it didn't sound like Britney. It didn't sound rambly. It sounded very clear and to the point. And I'm like, this sounds like someone helped her write this. <coughs> Sam. Um, yeah, Sam. <laughs> it sounded just like Sam. <laughs> um, but also... Did you feel like it was body shaming Christina? Because I felt like it was body shaming the dancers. The dancers, for sure. That's what I thought, too. And she seems to think people thought she was body shaming Christina, which... Yeah. I think, you know, maybe some people took it as, like, she's saying Christina's big, and when she's surrounded by, like, small people, she looks even bigger. I don't know if that's what people thought, but... Yeah. I agree with you. I thought it was more, like, body shaming the dancers. Yeah. And I understand what... Brittany's saying, you know, like, yeah, if you're going to put a bunch of people who are shorter and thinner than you on stage next to you, then you'll look bigger. That's just the truth. Sure. But that's upsetting. Like, we shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I love about, like, Lizzo is Lizzo has people of all sizes on her stage with her. I mean, she's a completely different type of performer, and her platform is so different right. than Britney's completely, you know. But I just hate the idea that we have to have people who are a certain size next to us so that we look I know. A certain way. That's that's just so sad. I know. And like, 
she talks a lot about her body insecurities. I mean, like, still to this day, I feel like we've talked about this before. Brittany feels very stuck in the early 2000s. Totally. Understandably so. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of her posts are like, oh, like I, you know, I'm trying to lose weight or I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. people don't really talk like that anymore. And so she has been very open about it. And she's also really opened up about what she feels caused those insecurities. And obviously she talks a lot about her family's criticism of her looks. And I think we all remember two weeks ago, she posted that 22 minute audio of just her speaking. And she talked a lot about how her failed gym owner dad, Jamie Spears, (laughs) um, really affected her with the words that he said. I was told I was fat every day. I had to go to the gym. I had to just, and um, I'd never remember feeling so demoralized and just, they made me feel like nothing. I mean, that's sad and not at all surprising to me. Yeah. And she's said this stuff before about her dad calling her fat. And yeah. it's just, it sounds like it was just daily emotional mental abuse. Yeah, of course. And, you know, in her most recent post, Brittany says that her comments about Christina's dancers are a projection of her insecurities, which I think is really good for her to acknowledge. Totally. She said that she would never intentionally body shame anybody because she knows exactly how that feels mm-hmm. and said, I struggle with this because of how I feel about myself, not because I hate how anybody looks. And she ended by saying, you know, I appreciate you all being understanding with me as I figure out this new life I'm living. Yeah. So I do appreciate that she's like acknowledging that. Yes. You know, she knows that she's a little stunted, has this trauma. Mm -hmm. Like she clearly has arrested development and she's just. Yes. You know, like you said, it's like she's stuck in the early 2000s and everybody talked like this back then. This was very normal. It was. It was. And, you know, a lot of that was brought on by the media and that's Mm -hmm. the media attacked her a lot. Yeah. So it's understandable. Um, You know, and as she does continue to share more and more, like that 22 minute audio of her talking, people are happy about it. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, it's so nice to hear her speak about these things, like actually hear it from her mouth. Um, Her kids, on the other hand, don't love hearing it from her mouth or from her fingertips at all. Her 16-year-old son, Jaden James, recently did an interview with ITV News. Uh, Can't imagine his dad wasn't the one behind that. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's all do interviews. And let's get paid a lot. Yeah. And Jaden said he wishes that Britney would stop posting so much on social media, and he thinks that she's just doing it to get attention. So there were a lot of highlights from the interview, um, including... Jaden's saying that he understands that social media helps his mom kind of express herself. And he Mm -hmm. said, if that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do. I'm not going to hate her for that. At the same time, she should come to the realization of whatever it is that stops her loving her family. What? I don't really understand that statement. I didn't really understand it. I think he's just 16 and is confused. Yeah. I I think he's just trying to say like it has an effect on his family. (laughs) And he also said there's No hate, but he did admit it'll take a lot of time and effort to repair his relationship with his mom. But he did say, I 100% think this can be fixed. It's just going to take a lot of time. I just want her to get better mentally. When she gets better, I really want to see her again. Well, does he think that doing these interviews is helping? Yeah, right? It's like the irony of saying she just wants attention when he's off doing interviews with ITV. 
Yeah. It's like, dude, you don't even have any media training. Who let you do an interview? My God. There's, he's 16. His brothers, you know, they're 16 and 17 years old. I'm like, when I was 16 and yeah. 17, like your brain is still developing. Like, yes. I just, you're forming this identity in the world. You hate your parents, like in a lot of ways. And I, <laughs> or at least I did. I just, you know, I was so frustrated. And I think it's kind of irresponsible parenting on Kevin's part to even let them do this interview. I'm like, they're going to look back and maybe not love what they said. Yeah. I think all of them just need to, Brittany included, like, let's all just take a beat. Yeah, take a beat. And what's interesting to me is that, you know, he's saying he really wants to see her again, but Brittany was like, I don't want to see them again until I feel valued, which, okay, very valid, I think. And, you know, after this interview, Brittany did respond with a series of social media posts saying that she tried her best and she was sad to think that, you know, maybe she couldn't live up to her kids' expectations. Yeah, she shared a series of audio messages this week to her Instagram, which I completely devoured. I was like, <laughs> every every time she posts audio, I'm just... I know. I, I like can't get enough of it. Also, I know that she's going to delete it. She already deleted these. She deleted the 22-minute message. She yep. deletes everything. So I'm just like yeah. listening to it as fast as I can, <laughs> um, trying to make sense of it. And in these messages, she actually spoke directly to her children. Jaden and Preston, I adore you. I was told you guys um, have blocked me. Um, but I will speak here. I hope you're using your punching bag I gave you. You guys are unbelievable in the gym. Happy early birthday. You guys can do pull-ups. Wow. Wow. Your skill in everything you do. I'm so blessed to even call you mine. And I just want you to know I apologize. This is kind of all over the place. This family cares so much about gyms. <laughs> Like, they're burning them down, they're closing them, they're filing bankruptcy, they're hitting punching bags. Like, I can't keep up with their gym activity, to be really honest. She's like, you guys can do pull-ups, and I gave you a punching bag. I'm the real gym owner here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, seriously. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. It's sad because obviously I feel bad that she doesn't, that they don't have a relationship with each other. Like... Oh, totally. It's got to be just an added layer of shit on this shit sandwich like yeah shit sandwich exactly yeah these messages are like I said I listened to them and they're just they're kind of all over the place right you know in between I think right before she says this to them she's talking about her dad and how like her dad's to blame and then like immediately afterwards she goes back to her dad it's just mm-hmm. I mean I really appreciate you know she said I turned down an interview from Oprah I turned down money mm-hmm. to do interviews I appreciate that she wants to take control of her own narrative. And I yeah. think that's so badass and yeah. like so cool that she's like, I want it to be from my voice. But in a way, I'm like, you know, if you had done an Oprah interview, things would have been edited so that we could understand them a little better. <laughs> or a Rich and Daily interview. A Rich and Daily interview. That's what we really need. I've said this plenty of times. Oprah has enough, okay? Yeah. She's done enough. We haven't. Let Brooke and Arisha have their shot. Exactly. You know? Yes. Yeah. So the big question here is, are we going to go a little easier on Brittany after things like the body shaming and, you know, whenever she has these posts that seem a little problematic, like, Mm -hmm. are we able to cut her some slack because we know what she's been through? We know she has arrested development. Like, how do you feel about that? It's it's tough because the more she posts, the more I'm like, please stop posting. But I also want the content. And I am, like I said, I think it's so cool that she's taking control of her narrative. I love hearing from her. I think it's just in a lot of ways, it's brilliant what she does. And I even think like her posting her nude selfies is kind of brilliant because she's really reclaiming her body. And I think in a lot of ways, that's 
just really cool. And I think that we'll look back on that in years and be like, that's something that other celebrities didn't do the way that she does. And I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty amazing in a lot of ways. But then at the same time, she does have to be responsible for growing and checking herself. And there are a lot of tools at her fingertips that I think she needs to access. Yeah. And she does need to learn. So I'm I'm torn. I'm kind of in the middle. How do you feel? I know. I feel the same way. Like, I think it's good that she was called out for this because she does yeah. need to learn and she does need to know that these things are problematic and yeah. your words can harm people and they can make people think a certain way about themselves. And I think we can also be, you know, cognizant of the fact that she has gone through a lot. We know where her trauma is coming from and why she feels this way. And it's important that she acknowledge that these are her own projections. Yeah. And I hope that in due time, she can maybe trust a therapist to talk these things through because I know she's very untrusting of therapists right now. But these are issues that she hopefully is able to work through at some point. Yeah. And we're all all rooting for her. Yeah, of course. And we can still hold her accountable. Like that's out of love. Absolutely. We love you, Britt. Yeah, we love you, Britt. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Michaela Myers, filling in for Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder... Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.